Hi everyone. It's been a long time since I've recorded something for you to listen to. Um, that's okay. Doing it today. Um, today I'm sitting here. I've had several hard shifts in a row. Um, experiences where I could definitely describe experiencing what we know as vicarious trauma. I discuss a lot of this. Um, I've discussed it in the past using Instagram and in my stories there's a high, some highlights about trauma. I'm really passionate about discussing trauma as a healthcare worker and as a nurse. Um, I was like, I'm grateful that I was trained through the healthcare institution where I work in trauma informed care. And I also committed to teaching my peers and my colleagues about trauma informed care, not only in a formal educational setting, but you know, learning as we go and like discussing and debriefing actual experiences that we all go through together with the lens of being trauma aware. Um, this is all like a beautiful thing to describe in practice. We're super unaccustomed to having conversations as healthcare workers or as birth workers about trauma and how trauma affects our practice, our brains, our emotional responses, our lives outside of work. I wrote a little bit ago, was it maybe a year ago, maybe in the summertime of 2020, an article, I call it an article, I take it seriously called um, nurses are like cops and I think it's a really good conversation to begin talking about how when we don't address our trauma and our post-traumatic stress as healthcare workers then we it kind of festers within us and it allows us to perpetuate harm against others and as nurses we confront situations where people are literally having the worst moments of their lives the worst days of their lives the worst seasons of their lives and it's a lot to hold on to it's a lot not to want to turn away from it's a lot to, um, to be human in the face of witnessing. And I think it's really important. I've learned in the past year as working as a nurse, finally, I think that there's like more of a public discourse about what nurses and other healthcare workers and other frontline workers or first responders experience in responding 
to human beings in crisis. Um, and this is my trauma it triggers me profoundly as a healthcare worker. Um, I have so much unresolved PTSD in my body. And one of the big reasons for that is because there are very few realms or situations or environments where we can debrief and process the vicarious trauma that we experience as healthcare workers and as birth workers. We don't have a formalized way of processing our vicarious trauma. Um, and then like our organizations kind of say, oh, you have to really take care of yourself. You have to invest in your self care, but they don't give us any resources, financial, emotional, psychological to actually allow that to happen. In fact, we like as a nurse in a healthcare organization that like takes care of other human beings and provides medical care to other human beings. I actually have the worst benefits of pretty much any worker that I am aware of. Like many people, like for example, I think that people that work at Starbucks have better benefits than I do as a nurse, which they deserve great benefits. Um, but I think it's re really strange as nurses that we are expected to hold on to all of this trauma, to respond, to be, have mental and emotional fortitude in the face of trauma, um, yet we are not given any resources to do so. Um, I think that that's really sad <clears throat> and shameful um, culturally, socially, federally. <laughs> governmentally. Um, I am shocked and yet totally unsurprised that in the, you know, this huge legislature that was just passed as a COVID response, that there is literally nothing in there to address the trauma that we as healthcare workers have had to endure over the course of this past year, taking care of people. Um, I think it's really embarrassing and shameful. And I think that part of it has to do with the fact that like nurses, from my personal experience, nurses are the ones that spend the most time at the bedside. And so we are the ones who actually are at most risk of experiencing vicarious trauma of all healthcare workers. And since it's the nurses that are experiencing the vicarious trauma within the healthcare organization, there is so much entrenched misogyny um, and classism that is really weaponized against nurses. I think because healthcare administrators say, well, you can go to school for two years and get an associate's degree as a nurse. You can go to school for 15 months and get a second bachelor's degree as a nurse. Like nurses are the least educated, um, healthcare workers. Um, and so why, you know, less education equals less 
salary equals less worthy. And I just think that this is like a deeply disturbed and dysfunctional way of approaching our contributions. I think that the way that we're seen is being unworthy is because of the fact that work that we do is traditionally and historically what we would call women's work. It's work that is done by typical, I would say, cisgendered women. Um, and so because of the fact that it's in a feminist lens, because it's a job that is done by women, in, in order to seek equality, rather than saying this work is equally as important as a job that requires more education or a job that is has a higher salary, um, we agree to devalue our own worth because we define it based on how much money we earn or how many years of education, formal education that we've experienced. It's really... Um, infuriating as a nurse at the bedside when I am present at a birth and I witness a clinical scenario that I've probably seen far more times than the OB resident that is delivering what we would call delivering the baby and sometimes it's, I've seen it far more times than the attending physician that is delivering the baby. The most experienced attending physicians that I work with don't have more years of experience than I do at the bedside. And yet my opinion is valued less because what I have less years of formal education. So the experience that I have actually working at the bedside is valued less than a physician because of a degree, a credential, or a salary. Okay, so nurses are traumatized. Um, and we talk about it, talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. We get give feedback. I give feedback all of the time. I actually speak with administrators in my hospital like pretty regularly and more regularly than... I think, like, I have no other nurses to speak with their administrators. I, like, whenever they ask me my opinion, I give it. Um, and I just think that um, as nurses, we're just, there is a huge stigma associated with, like, our ability to speak for ourselves and to be autonomous and outside of just having for example, like a nurse's union. Oh my goodness. So, yeah. The past several nights that I've worked, I've cared for very sick people. When I say sick people, I mean like incredibly medically unstable people. Um people who during the course of the, their birth passage are at risk of death. And I don't mean like perceive, they perceive themselves as at risk of death. I mean, like they might die. Like they are need to be transferred to the ICU because they are going to 
if things continue on without intervention, they're very likely to die. Um, and then I also had experiences in the birth room that are very sad, upsetting, traumatizing, and I can kind of feel that to be true um, because I'm experiencing symptoms of PTSD. I kind of replay the images from the birth in my mind. I'm very like emotionally labile. Um, I kind of just want to cry all day. And it's not just because I'm like sleep deprived. It's also like I just really just want to cry. Um, there's really nothing I feel like to that will remedy the way that I feel. Um, yeah, so that's definitely I can identify that these are symptoms of vicarious trauma that I'm feeling after taking care of these patients. And I, I think sometimes as healthcare workers, we shut down our emotional responses, and that is definitely a trauma response. And that is not how I want to live my life. I don't want to not respond when I see something sad or terrifying or disturbing. Like, I want to feel, I want to respond, I want to have empathy, I want to show compassion. So confronting my, the trauma that I witness is so important. To acknowledge that it's actually traumatic in the first place is so important to tell the truth about it. And in the article that I wrote, which is called Nurses Are Like Cops, I discuss why we kind of become so numb as healthcare workers um, and that it is a trauma response. And I've just been feeling... This is the last little bit that I'll say and I'll continue on later because I don't really want to make this very long. I don't even know if it will work. Um, I've been feeling a lot of feelings one year after the beginning of the pandemic last year because this time last year I was being like trained in how to put on and take off personal protection equipment. Um, I was told how to reuse N95 masks. I was told that we were practicing a technique to sterilize the masks. That hopefully um, it would work to protect us from getting sick. Um, I never, like, I've never been a med surgeon, so I've never really spent a whole lot of time in isolation I don't, as L&D nurses, like, there's pictures or memes about how L&D nurses are, like, ED nurses going into an isolation room because, like, it's very hard to maintain isolation in a labor room when someone is vomiting on you, coughing on you, sneezing on you, peeing on you, breaking their water all over you. Um... Like, we've had amniotic fluid in our mouths. We've had blood in our eyes. We've had blood all splattered all over our bodies. We've had fluid soaking through our clothes. And there are times when I'm so, there's so much going on and my patient 
is so unstable that I don't even have time to change my clothes um, while continuing to work. So a year later, I'm feeling a lot of feelings about what I was asked to do last year. And then subsequently, like my process of coping with taking care of people and including very sick people in a pandemic without support, without the CDC even fucking knowing what to do to protect us, without my organization really knowing if what they were recommending and telling us to do was actually going to protect us. (sighs) My experience, like panic, panic disorder symptoms, shortness of breath, like symptoms that actually felt like COVID except that I didn't have anything other than like the cardiac symptoms, the tachycardia and the shortness of breath and the chest pain. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm feeling a lot. I'm really triggered these days. I think that there has to be space in any discourse about birth and birth work Um, I would like to create space where the experience of a nurse can be heard as well. And then in communication as a nurse, I can take ownership and accountability for what my duties and obligations and responsibilities are as well. And that includes everything that I discuss, um, eradicating my bias against all of the people I care for, eradicating my internalized racism and white, white supremacist beliefs that I've internalized, um, learning, continuing to learn, continuing to be committed to learning, and 100% confronting my own trauma so that it doesn't become a weapon I use against my patients. So tell me what you think. Tell me where you're at, what you think about everything that we're talking about. We'll continue on this path of conversation and learning and growing as we go.